Chick, chick. Chick, chick. Yeah, you'll see me casually just like reach over and turn down my my volume. Babe, do I have lipstick on my teeth? Yes, you do. A bunch. Mm. <laughs> okay, hold on. Use your paper towel right there. And just go. Do this on right here. It's always that hang. Yeah, I think you're fine. I'm a toyger. I'm a toyger. I uh, I like chewing on paper towels. I like it. Welcome to Talks and Sips, where fun is the best chaser. I am your host, Jess, aka J Fox, helping you get through your ebbs and flow ebbs and flows. Well, I'm going to fast uh, on another sip worthy week. And wouldn't you know it, we are pretty much in the middle of April. Isn't anyone else upset about how fast time is going? It's very triggering. But uh, today on the show, we have someone really, really special, really amazing. Uh, but first, I got to sing a little song, and it goes like, Sweet Pea, Apple of my eye. And it's you. It's Josh. Hi, babe. Hello. Hi. Oh, sorry. Who are you? I'm Josh, or Orange Juice. Orange Juice. Is that why everything is orange and you're... Think I'm a Bobby Show. Hi, honey. How are you? I am good. Uh, I have very expired contacts on, so that's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have an appointment to go get new ones soon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. The prescription is two years old. We are really living this uh, adult life really, really <laughs> well out here, babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's happening? Uh, nothing too much. What are you drinking? I am drinking cold brew from Go Get 'em Tiger. What's on, your name? What's your sipping? On Hollywood Boulevard. Wow, it's not a plug. I mean, it is a plug, but they're not sponsoring us. But it would be really cool if they were. <laughs> um, I I know you were, like, showing me, because we're together, so we want to impress each other all the time and be like, this is what I'm into, this is what I really like, I hope you like it too. And we went to go get him, Tiger, and you were like, this is the best burrito in town. I love this burrito. Mm-hmm. And then we ordered these burritos, and I'm like, why is burritos egg is so wet? <laughs> it's so soggy in here with the hard potatoes. Mm-hmm. And it was not. Indeed, it was not the best burrito you in just, town. You, you hate well-made eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, d- wouldn't, is that when they're runny? Huh? Is that when they're runny? Well, I just meant you, you don't like <laughs> eggs that are made correctly. <laughs> You're like, they need to be burnt. I love, look. I need to be able to put an A1 steak sauce oh on them. Oh, my God. <laughs> they need to have a good char. I love my eggs not to be all wet and gummy unless they're, like, intentionally in a bowl of beans with pico de gallo. Okay. But otherwise, like, why? It's, like, confused. It's a confused scramble. If you're going to be a scramble, be a scramble, bro. I mean, it's the slow cook process of the eggs, like, I heard somewhere like it makes them sweeter, like I it can't brings drink out. This. <laughs> oh no, I can drink this. I thought you were disgusted by the coffee as well. Like fuck this whole establishment. I'm just kidding. It's cool. It's cool. But also, the burrito itself is formerly my favorite burrito. They changed up their menu. Okay. Uh, and it used to be where it was like fried potatoes, uh, chorizo, egg, bacon, 
sour sour cream Mm. uh and it was like more packed but then they kind of deconstructed it and turned that one burrito into two separate burritos that are kind of a bit smaller mistakes were made but that doesn't change the eggs the quality of the eggs so the eggs were always watery it's not watery (laughs) (laughs) they're slow slow cooked soft scrambled on the internet today we need to know are you a burnt egger or a watery agar. Yeah, are you an omelet person or <laughs> uh, a scramble person? That's that's kind of how it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Babe, we just saw the Mario movie. Yes. And if you had to give it a rating out of 10, because I know, but they don't know, what would you give it? Uh, solidly, uh, an 8.5. 8.5. Mm-hmm. And I gave it a 7.5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> I love you. It's just great. It's been getting a lot of hate on the internet, but I feel like it's from people. It's mostly been about the writing. Everybody's like, the writing is too simple. Right. Why uh, isn't this a Nolan? Why isn't yeah. this a, what, like a, a Scorsese? And like, there's so much pressure on movies, especially with existing IP to have like crazy, like good writing. I'm trying uh, to think if... If did Frozen put the bar too high? Because when we went into Sonic 2, we came out really stoked. It was fun. It was like mm-hmm. a wedding that was really unrealistic, but we were buying it. Like, it was just fun, you know, the whole time. And you knew, like, this is going to be a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to get a life lesson or a nugget of wisdom in this. Like, I'm just here for a good time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but I do feel like there have been other animated. Uh, series out there, or not series, but movies out there that kind of are heavy, have been heavy hitters mm-hmm. um, on the, I guess, prolific scale, if you will. And I don't know if people are just expecting that now from cartoons, where, hear me out, it also feels like on the flip side of that, um, live action movies are getting less and less prolific and a lot more just like go with the flow, and people are totally down to clown. Mm, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, I guess just to fill in the viewers real quick, Mm -hmm. I'm big into animation. Um, I do storyboards. I, like, do, like, viz dev. I uh, pitch shows to Nickelodeon fairly regularly. I got another one coming up on May 2nd. And, um, yeah, just big into animation, trying to make it my career. I'm hoping one day he'll do a whole cartoon of me naked as a cartoon. Well, that's weird. Never mind. <laughs> but like not with actual yeah, form. I uh, want to be- and Sips rule 34. Like. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. No, but I do like the, the little animation drawings where the people are kind of naked, but they're not, you don't see like anything. They're just like blobs with little faces. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I love those. I have to look it up. Um, But no, going back to what you were saying, I kind of get that. Like you also, you you can do musicals and animation a lot easier. And Mm. I think that's where I, you mentioned frozen, like is so prolific. And a lot of the Disney films is like, they also have the crutch of the big, like amazing musical numbers. Mm -hmm. And you kind of fall in love with those along with the movie. Well, think about that one movie that doesn't get talked about a lot. The one that we watched about the family, about the girl going to college. Something, something, something's big adventure. Oh, um, oh, uh, what is it? The Mitchells versus the Machines. Mitchells versus the Machines. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was great. Mm -hmm. But there was so much depth to it. 
Mm-hmm. It was a lot of depth to it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. That one, and I'm trying to think of uh, Sing. Remember Sing? I never saw Sing. Oh, I didn't either, but people were like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've but heard like it's very good. Coco. I think Coco. Oh gosh, Coco. That Turning last red. Scene. Turning red was good. That didn't have musical numbers in it. Um, but it still had the. Oh, my mom. Oh, mm-hmm. my mom's been projecting on me this entire time in this whole film. <laughs> oh. And then you have Pinocchio, which won best animated feature. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love Guillermo del Toro, that movie did not deserve best animated feature. Ooh, I just like I'm a brown lady, and you know I'm biased. So as soon as brown people win. I win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think I, I think people have too high of expectations, like for for things like mm. Mario. Mario didn't need to be like, yeah, like a crazy like we didn't need a crazy twist. We didn't need like a crazy like arc from every character. Yeah, like, or where you're like uh, where there's a moment uh, in the in the climax where you're like <gasps> when when it, what is it called when you basically like fake out the audience. Oh, that's it. Where you're like, oh, no, Mario is dying. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he's coming back. Yeah. Like, you don't need all that. You no, don't need it. The, the game itself was so simple. You just run in one direction, jump over some things, <laughs> like, and then you're at the goal. That's that's all the movie was, and it was a blast, like, watching it. Yeah, and that's what I think life is, which is what I told you yesterday, I think. What? That all it is is us bumping into blocks until we get to the star. Oh, yeah. Obstacles, obstacles. Obstacles. Everything's an obstacle until you get to your goal or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so all those blocks that you bounce off of are your obstacles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, We are in a very interesting place relationally. Whoa, Mari! (laughs) You are not the father and i'm just kidding um of this podcast because i am the father of this podcast but no um so (laughs) we're looking at moving in together and that's really fun and kind of scary and with that prompted the look of uh uh, zillow and and property value and and the serious conversation that can come with like oh what's our income you know and how much do we make together and bills and do we still want to be able to like have fun and those are things that uh are very private in relationships that people deal with together and it's like make you or break you kind of thing but what i find very interesting and, and my meme for today uh it's not a meme but it's a video that i kind of showed you but i didn't show you that there's a second part to it <laughs> Okay. Done. Done. I'm interested. So this is my meme. Uh, it's a TikTok video that I stumbled upon, and we're just gonna watch this video again. This is what's in the first bedroom. Now, normally you guys in my comments are pretty quick to say maybe there's some trafficking going on here, and normally I'm like, oh, pump the brakes. Pump the bricks. This is not giving off good vibes. Why is the only piece of furniture in each room a little vanity? Do you want to describe suite, a little I think bit? It's pretty clear only a man lives here. It's a house for sale. Okay. These sheets there are, are men. rooms that are Maybe just have some sketchy setups in them. Some mattresses <laughs> that are like too dirty. Like why? Why would you leave that mattress in this? You're trying room? to sell this house. And there's like a home theater that looks like it's from like like Rome, like when Rome was an empire. In a bathroom that looks like it's straight out of a Saw movie. Okay. So I dove into the comment section 
And it's like, just looked it up on Ziddle, and it looks even creepier from the outside. Mm. So Josh's genuine reactions earlier were like, oh, yeah, ooh, was ah. crazy weird. So this is the second part that you didn't see. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it just looks like what is it? it looks like a compound. It looks like a compound. Like, okay, I could I could see this as like a house. Wait, where is this? Is this in? You might have to look in the comment section. Zanesville. Where is Zanesville? Zanesville. So I could see. Oh my gosh, this house is so creepy. Um, it's a city in Ohio. Oh, makes sense. Poor Ohio. <laughs> Poor Ohio. They've been really getting hit hard <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, so I could see this as like a house that like like a bachelor like bachelors rent out or like guys rent out mm-hmm. for the weekend. I guess like <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's pretty bad, guys. Uh, yeah, like they could rent it out for the weekend, kind of party, bring some like uh, dancers in like for themselves. <sighs> Whether or not like those dancers are being forced to be there or not, like that uh, that vibe, that part, like that remains vibe. to be seen. Yeah. That's the that's the vibe it gives off. But that is the vibe it gives off. Like you are like, in this. Does Andrew Tate own that house? Oh my god! Is- <laughs> Was that him? Did you see the picture of someone like uh, doggy style dancing? Oh yeah, with the, with, with the uh, lady, but oh their faces gosh. were blocked off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this is like in this area in Zanesville, and actually what. I find interesting is in the aerial photo that they do in this slideshow, there are other little houses nearby, like across the street. Mm-hmm. So there's really, it's out of place. Like it's a neighborhood, um, but it's this huge compound surrounded by little houses and like mm-hmm. this field and trees. And it's really creepy. And it also kind of feels like a barn almost. I don't know. I don't know why they built this. The inside is like brick and there's like, uh what do you call it what is that uh in the ceiling uh drywall like falling off it's all (laughs) patched up it's Mm -hmm. really not great guys um but anyway so so that begs the question like what is you know how they say in life you have the three or you have a triangle Mm -hmm. so you have like you can have it fast Mm -hmm. you can have it cheap or you can have it uh, like a good quality or something like that Mm -hmm. right isn't it the three yeah so uh what from you can only pick two, obviously. What out of the three would you pick? For for what in particular? For like a rent, like if you had, if we we're like, all right, we're gonna move into a house. Mm, so in this case, would the fast be how quickly we can move in, like, or how easy the process would be? Yeah, how easy, Cheap. how like less finicky paperwork, you know, that stuff okay, like okay. that they don't teach us in school that we have to just like stumble around and figure out as adults. Mm-hmm. And then you end up signing a, a a mortgage that's like insane with crazy APRs and you're like, oh no, what did I sign up for? Okay. And well done. So like a beautiful house. Like would I rather like well done being like would the moving process be well done or like well done as in the house we'd move into would be so well like done. the overall so like we so well done meaning like wow everything's just going our way Joshica. Mm, okay okay we got renters nothing's lost no one stole our shit it didn't cost too much wow mm. good quality move this house is a good quality the uh dry paper or the drywall isn't coming off the ceiling i would say cheap and well done Cheap and well mm-hmm. done. Because I'm a patient guy. 
You are pretty patient because mm. you deal with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm impatient though. So mine would have to be, this is where we differ as people. Mine would have to be uh, good quality. Okay. And it would have to be fast. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> let's get in there now. You're just like take all the money, take all I don't the money. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be cheap. Yeah, and and that goes back to uh, what I'll never forget, and I've said on the podcast before. When I was in elementary school, and me and my friends went out to the Friday night swap me, mm-hmm. uh, the one that I took you to in Santa Fe, and I remember we were walking around, and we of course we're young, so we're li- gonna go look at the knives you know, with the Indian man, mm-hmm. and he goes, and he looks at everybody, and he goes, you, you have expensive eyes. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, pick one, and I go, and I look, and I pick it, and he's like, this is the most expensive knife here. Sure, sure it was. <laughs> of course, I don't know. But Every knife probably costs like a dollar to make. No, I guess, but he mm-hmm. was trying to charge me like $55. At mm-hmm. the time, that was a lot of money. I wonder, like... If that's a sales technique, he's like, is it? He's like, I'm gonna tell somebody they have expensive taste, but like, make it out like that's a good thing. And I don't feel like it felt challenge. like a good thing though. Did you want to buy the knife after you picked it out though? Ooh, maybe I well, because I was I picked the one I liked. Yeah, and he's like, man, that's so expensive. Ooh, you want this? That knife is worth more than your expensive eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take your expensive eyes out. <laughs> it um, becomes like an organ, an organ trade. Oh type my thing. god! Like that knife is worth approximately three kidneys. <gasps> three kidneys. I only mm-hmm. have two. <laughs> where, do I, where do I get the third one? <laughs> you need to uh, find whoever owns that house and <laughs> <laughs> get some from them. There you go, because you know they got kidneys there. Um, but so, so this weekend we ended up going. Uh, I mean, the Chicago gals went to go have brunch, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Let's go walk around." Because we were on Abbott, Abbott, Abbott Kidney? I don't know. Abbott Kidney? Abbott Kidney. <laughs> Where you can get all the most expensive knives. Uh, and kidneys. And so we went shopping for clothes because uh, apparently Natalie's going to Coachella and so is Dolly next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, separate but together. Anyway, so like we should just go shopping. We have the whole day off, right? Mm-hmm. And so we walk into the shop and we're like picking up garments and we're like, oh, these panties, Forty dollars, mm-hmm. and then we're like picking up different clothes, and we're like, okay, like, and then certain clothes because of the quality and style, you're like, no way, this costs us like fifty bucks. Like, this should easily be thirty bucks, right? Mm-hmm. However, we decide to put value on things. I think that's how we all kind of are on the same page if we're on the same scale financially for mm-hmm. some reason. I don't know how that works. Kind of like what we were saying about copying each other, but we'll get into that. And so. The whole time I'm like grabbing stuff. I'm not really wowed by anything. I'm not really like I need to have it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop some tags. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and then finally we're about to leave, and I'm drawn. I'm lured. So there <laughs> I go. And there's a silky like teal colored dress, like teal flowers on this silky dress, mm-hmm. and it has like a tie up back situation. Um, and I pull it out, and I'm like, oh, this is gorgeous. But I, it's, I know it's silky, but I don't want to believe it's silky because, you know, silk can be expensive here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, just out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. And then I turn the tag over, and I'm like, ooh. Because I was thinking, this got to be fitty. Maybe $60. Mm-hmm. I can buy this. Maybe. And then uh, the other girls come, and they're like, what? I'm like, 
guess how much this dress is? They're like, like 80 bucks. No. Uh, 100 bucks. No. Uh, $600. No. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> it was $276 for this dress. Mm-hmm. Up until this point, I hadn't picked up anything expensive like that. Did you get it? Of course not. Fuck no. <laughs> Babe, if I came home with a $276 dress, you'd be like, take that shit back. I'd side eye you. But yeah. I mean, especially you, you vowed not to buy more clothes this year. I know. And mm-hmm. I've been really. You bought more clothes. <gasps> no. No. I I bought a lot of clothes in January, which everyone on the podcast who's listening, who's listened up to this point knows that I caved for that warehouse sale. There was a unique vintage warehouse sale around our anniversary. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I was like waiting for you to get out of work. So I was like, I'm just going to go look. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go look. And my whole first world problem was that I was having to hold all my clothes in one hand the whole time for two and a half hours as I dig through boxes. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, anyway, yeah, we went shopping and then, uh, and we, you know, expensive I aside Mm -hmm. um we kept on going and i realized like everyone had kind of a similar style and look and i was over here with like two different patterned jeans (laughs) and black (laughs) and i'm like all right we don't always like uh necessarily uh all mimic each other's style but we do tend to mimic each other uh physically you know like if i if i put my hand behind my ear and like flip my hair at some point, someone around me will do the same. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why we're like that. I feel like that's a long hair thing. Oh. Like, that's, <laughs> Not that's just, just in general? Yeah, that's just like uh, long hair, like, organization. <laughs> we, there's a there's an organization that meets underground. Mm-hmm. I mean, back when I had long hair, like, I would do that all the time. Babe, I can't believe that. It was I'm... almost as long as yours is now. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe that I met you the day after you shaved your head. It was... I don't know if it was the day after. It might have been the day after. I can't like I yeah, can't I imagine right you with a bunch of hair. That's not <laughs> the same shade as mine too. Naturally speaking, mm-hmm. yeah. It didn't look great. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't think I look great with long hair, but I'm proud of the experience. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, What was your takeaway from the experience? From your long hair days? <sighs> it's not worth the trouble. Okay. Um. You didn't start surfing. Showering becomes much less enjoyable because <laughs> it just takes so long to dry afterwards. Um, You're just walking around with soggy hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but being able to put it up in a bun is pretty like where it's at. Ah, uh, you were living your best Silver Lake dreams. Mm-hmm. Your barista. What is there other names for coffee people? I think barista is pretty. Uh, Pretty all-encompassing. All right. What's your meme, bro? <laughs> okay. Show us your meme. So there's <laughs> only two of them, but I really hope she makes more. But there's this woman on Instagram okay. or TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, she. But because we're kind of old, we get it on Instagram eventually. <laughs> she goes up to people and like asks them to hold her phone. She's like, hey, will you hold this for me so while I make a TikTok? Excuse me. Will you hold my phone so I can make a quick TikTok? <laughs> Thank you so much. It's already ki- recording and ready to go. Thank you, kind soul. And everybody's like always like, yeah, sure. Um, like polite people. And this woman, she's always dressed like crazily. And she's just like, 
hey, can you can you do this for me? She oh has like a God. hat that's kind of like disheveled, and her she, her sunglasses are all like big, <laughs> uh, and she just like while she's doing it, she'll just she'll either crawl at the person filming, she'll do something that kind of gets her onto her hands and knees, yeah. like she'll she'll fake a back injury or go down to tie her shoes, uh, and then she'll just start crawling towards somebody and like barking like. Rrr, 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 rrr. <laughs> And it cracks me up because, like, the the reactions are always so genuine because if it, you're out in public and, and someone you, does that and somebody does that, you see somebody at knee height yeah. coming at you, crawling at you, like, it, 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 it feels like it releases, like, an instinctual, like... Fight or flight? Fight or flight, yeah. like, primitive, like, like... I need to save my family. Yeah, like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, um, and... I think what makes this so... Uh, hilarious <laughs> is because of the POVs. We've been watching, we just watched Evil Dead mm-hmm. too. We watched uh, a few clips of El Mariachi. And what I love about this and, and what makes it so funny is that you're getting the POV from her. Like, here, can you hold this for me? So mm-hmm. now you're you're actively participating. Yeah, it's and a random then, person. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then what like she looks so harmless she's wearing pinks and pastels Mm -hmm. and these glitzy glasses and you're just thinking like this is velma's cousin for sure Mm -hmm. look how adorable she is but then she gets on all fours and literally freaking uh what workout is this at the gym uh bear crawls she bear crawls Uh on sand onto to random people it is fascinating she does it to somebody at target she goes up to these two uh like two ladies and she's like hey can you hold it while i do this thing and they're like oh absolutely and then they turn around and start filming her she kind of like goes down to tie her shoe and pretends her back hurts and gets on her knees and then she starts crawling at them and they immediately they drop the phone oh, no. and it just ends i hope she had an otter case it's, oh. And they're laughing and they're good sports about it yeah like it's it's all in good fun yeah. like everybody enjoys like kind of being freaked out for a second like and then realizing like how ridiculous the situation is. Yeah, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that like people are, they know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with that, I actually really enjoy the TikToks that you see today, like about millennials. You know how you have your Gen Z memes or whatever? Mm-hmm. But millennials releasing these videos of like you at an establishment trying to buy a burger at McDonald's, Gen Z employees. And they're like doing their dances behind the counter. And you're just like, <laughs> I just want my burger like mm-hmm. and so then a bunch of people putting themselves like in the gym um, at school like at a crosswalk you know mm-hmm. and it's like I just want to move forward with my day but you're pop dropping and locking it mm-hmm. you know um, but yeah I do like that that's really funny I just she's so unconventional I love it and I think that inspired me because I was t- earlier when we were driving over here, I asked you, I had my glasses on. I said, hey, can you clean my glasses? And then you were like, okay, yeah, because I'm, I'm wearing like denim. Like you can't not mm-hmm. scratch your glasses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, this prompted that idea of that, that video prompted an idea of like the POV thing where you go, oh, can you clean my glasses? But you're like recording it, mm-hmm. right? Like from, so you can. So the viewer can see the person go, sure, I'll clean your glasses. And then you flip the camera and like the person's wearing the most obnoxious, like in a dinosaur costume mm-hmm. or like wearing a bunch of spiky things mm-hmm. or, you know, because at first you're thinking, oh, she doesn't have 
like a good fabric to clean herself but then mm -hmm. you turn around and you're like oh what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> or like a like a an outfit but it's entirely like lathered in peanut butter it's just crazy like, yeah where you're like what mm -hmm. it, it's such a shitty shit, shit pose like you're asking somebody to do something very simple yeah and then you kind of get their reaction you see like they kind of like oh yeah sure what? what on earth and then you turn around and it's like oh they're covered in broken glass yeah. <laughs> like something like <laughs> that looking like lady gaga in a lady gaga music video yeah, the for no meat. reason yeah the full, the full meat, meat outfit i can't clean my glasses with this meat dress on <laughs> um i recently heard about a guy who was doing his youtube pranks he's part of a youtube prank situation mm -hmm. and um and he got shot yeah that's wild. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't really hear about those too much because I guess people are normally down to clown. Mm -hmm. Except, have you heard of the Cartnarks? Yes. Okay, apparently that gets kind of dicey. Nothing bad has happened yet, mm -hmm. but it's gotten there. To the point where Dr. Phil, uh, the guy from The Woody Show, whatever his name is, was uh, on Dr. Phil and Dr. Phil was shaming him. <laughs> Why? He was, he was shaming him so hard. I, I fully respect calling adults out for behavior that, like, is just sort of, like, childish. Like, put your shit back where you got it from. Like, <laughs> if yeah. everybody did that, like, the world would just be a cleaner place. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. But at the same time, Cartnarks gets pretty obnoxious. It does. Like, they, they, they border on harassing people. Like. Yeah. So. You, you mentioned... Oh, the guy who got shot. Yeah, the guy who got shot. Yeah. I did hear a little bit about that. Him. I got to use my I'm reading to you voice at mm -hmm. home. The father of Tanner Cook, the prank YouTuber who was recently shot in Virginia, said that his family has received harassment following his son's hospitalization. Jeremy Cook said he has received messages stating that his son deserved to get shot because of his <laughs> YouTube channel. He also said uh, he has been getting contacts and messages to his phone that have made him feel threatened. And quote, our family has been absolutely targeted by people saying he should have died. Ooh, too bad he didn't die. Ah, just colorful, nasty language, Jeremy mm -hmm. said. Tanner Cook's videos posted on his YouTube channel, Classified Goons, have received backlash since, his, since he was injured at the Dole's Town Center Mall in Sterling, Virginia on Sunday. Cook was playing a prank involving Google Translate at the time of the shooting. The shooter, Alan Coley, was working for DoorDash... Mm. What? At the time. And told Cook multiple times to get away from him. Detective Katie Mitchell of the load, I can't say that word, from the country sheriff's office said during a court hearing. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what she said. I hate when you're reading an article and they end it with, blah. they literally ended it like this. This is what he said. Detective Katie Mitchell of Blah, blah, blah. County Sheriff Office said during a court hearing this week, according to CBS affiliate WUSA. <laughs> I hate that. It Start it the other way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, just like ended on the most interesting thing. Yeah. It's like, why do I got to know who said this? I don't care. Um, I mean, <laughs> she is a what, sheriff. That's what yeah. she said. Mm -hmm. uh, I love the fact that the dad is like, well, you know, like he uh. was... Those YouTubers, like, that kid needs to get some, he got some sense knocked into him. He probably deserved to get shot. <laughs> my dad, my dad would say Your dad the would exact totally. same thing. He's like, well, he was, he did something stupid. He was fucking around with other people. You yeah. don't fuck around with other, other people. people. Yeah. Like, other people got guns. 
Oh my god. I'm more I'm more very intrigued actually that this man who shot him was literally as you would say on duty uh mm-hmm. doing his DoorDash job. So I've heard I've heard uh that's the first time I've heard that he like told him to get away from him mm-hmm. multiple times. Uh I've also heard that like he didn't even say anything to him. Like oh. he like didn't even say anything and then just shot him. But I guess if the sheriff is saying that maybe yeah. I'll I'm more inclined to believe the sheriff. But mm, I don't know. But A-cab. then does that? So then, then that—that's the question. The hot take question is: mm-hmm. is who's at fault here? Because he—it's not like he was like, "Ah, oh, you surprised me!" Boom. I think the person who shot the other person is, is that, yeah. definitely at fault. Yeah. No, even if it was like instinctual. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, it's not instinctual. Like <laughs> by you know any what? means, like <laughs> just punch him. Like yeah, yeah. don't like risk murdering you somebody you pulled your like, strap out of your ankle like mm-hmm. angelina jolie and mr and mrs smith that mm-hmm. wasn't easy he like shot his hand out the gun shot out of his <laughs> sleeve like, freaking what is it i don't know we've seen a bunch of we're into uh what are these type of movies the uh, action action yeah. like guns akimbo yeah mm-hmm. babe okay so like <laughs> um we just watched John Wick 4, speaking of web hands. Yeah. John Wick 4! And uh, anytime I do stairs now at the gym, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is for you, Keanu! We all need that motivation <laughs> of getting to the top of a set, of stairs, set of stairs and then having a big burly dude throw us back down the stairs. And where you barrel like a, like, oh, you're like a literal barrel from Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Just going down the stairs. Bye, bye. Our new workout is... <laughs> <laughs> we find a large set of stairs. We got to find a large set of stairs. We find a burly, muscular man. Hey, um, sir. Yes, you, you gay bear man. We we have him throw one of us down the stairs <laughs> while the other is running up the stairs, mm. and we have to jump over the other one as they fall. Like Donkey Kong. And then when we get to the top of the stairs, he throws us down, and the one who had just fallen down the <laughs> stairs needs to get up and start running up the stairs and jump. We just have to survive and not have broken ankles, broken body parts. I'm saying like three sets, <laughs> uh, 40 flights of stairs each. Um, oh I guess this God. is spoilers for John Wick 4. Uh, There's a set of stairs that Keanu alert. falls down. Like, I mean, he falls down a three lot of Three times. Yeah. He falls down three times in the movies, guys. No, three times off the stairs. He falls a gajillion times in the movie. Oh, my God. Just three times. (laughs) I'm very upset about some of the other few times where he falls. But more so that going back to this poor shooter feller because of social media, like guns are heavy, man. I can finally say that because you took me shooting. Mm -hmm. And that was scary. Um, And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 it took forever to finally pull yeah the it took you a f- uh, good five minutes each time to every pull the trigger. time just to pull the trigger it was so scary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah that gun was very heavy very intimidating mm-hmm. and the recoil was like <laughs> and uh i don't know how like you could just instinctively shoot someone i don't think that's really possible it's just way too heavy well i want to know more about the guy who shot him like is he a veteran does he have some form of PTSD? Mm. Like to where if somebody were to come up to him, I more don't. upsetting if he's a veteran working for DoorDash. Not his fault, but America oh, yeah. let him down. Fucked up system. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. Now I'm feeling the weight of our societal, no! our societal like, and how we look at we're looking at houses on Zillow and we can't <laughs> afford them. We can't even afford a sex compound. We can't afford uh, a sex compound. In Ohio, 
with no running water <laughs> and contaminated uh, everything. And drywall falling off the ceiling. Drywall falling. <laughs> oh, my God. America. Hashtag. Hashtag. This is America. This is America. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Um, apparently, speaking of that song, as we're on this tangent, mm-hmm. um, that song was originally a diss track to Drake. From Childish Gambino, and then it turned into something else. Really? Yeah. How was it a diss track? That's like, what he said. Like, was it always called This Is America, but it was somehow geared towards Drake? In recent interview with GQ, Donald Glover revealed that the song first began as a date, as a dink, as a dink, I'm just kidding, <laughs> as a Drake diss track built around the song's beat and simple hook, This Is America. I had that, I had that idea three years before Glover said uh, of the record, which was released in 2018. But this doesn't tell me anything. Did that tell you anything? No. Um, I mean, it's probably just like, it was a simple idea that came about. He was like, oh, like this would be a good beat. And like, this is a good hook line. Let's make it about Drake. And mm. then eventually it just turned into. Well, I mean, Drake is Canadian. So maybe that's why. Mm, so, yeah. yeah. But he just said same thing along the lines of, um, he said something on that. The idea for the song started as a joke, to be completely honest. This is America. That's all we had, the line. And it started as a Drake diss track, to be honest. Um, but then I was like, this shit sounds kind of hard, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still probably one of my favorite music videos yeah. that I've seen. When that came when that came out, I was blown away. You're like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah, it was so good. Um, the track's true evolution came by way of Glover's collaborative work with filmmaker Hiro Murray, who directed the music video, which garnered over 807 million views since it's released. Mm, mm-hmm. Wow, that's a lot of views. Yep, views. Yep. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so, you know, some things may appear to be, like, we thought this song was about... America and how Donald feels about everything. Mm-hmm. And really, in, in its inception, it was really just him being like, fuck Drake. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, no, I interrupted you earlier when you were talking about like what you thought about that that veteran, right? Was he a veteran? I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm asking. Like, like, that's the only explanation other than him just being like a piece of shit, like and shooting somebody for no reason. Um, like was that it was like a form of PTSD where he got like, Oh, you were asking, you were guessing. You're like, maybe he is a veteran. Yeah. I'm just speculating. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the, of the doubt. Um, so like in no way is it like self-defense. Like if somebody's coming up to you trying to Google translate, a kid is coming up to you trying to Google translate. Like you're 34. He's trying to chat Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. um, like why? Why would you shoot them? Yeah, it's like, pretty intense. And he shot him in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's. I, I'm glad the kid survived. Obviously, yeah. like, but getting shot in the stomach is like probably one of the most painful ways to die because oh, there's like agonizing. Your intestines, like your stomach, could rupture and get all stuff in inside you, and then then you're prone to like really bad infection. So like even if like they sew everything up surgery wise you can Mm -hmm. still get some pretty bad infections and like stuff like that this is great podcast content stomach infections Mm, and getting shot in the stomach well well the re okay two things 
because now you've prompted me to think of uh, out of the box thinking, uh, <laughs> which is too. It's prompted me to think of a very, very insightful movie called uh, The Sixth Sense mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and 50 Cent. Okay. <laughs> Where 50 Cent got shot a bajillion times mm-hmm. in real life yeah. and survived. Yeah. And he could live to tell the tale, and he was hanging about uh, at the Super Bowl last year looking real cool. Uh Like, we were like, whoa, he's just hanging there. Uh He's very agile and nimble and balling out of control. You go, 50 Cent. Um, But then you have Bruce Willis in his prime, Uh in the Sixth Sense, in the M. Night Shyamalan movie, Uh and he dies from one, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but one shot to the stomach. Uh Yeah, one shot. There's a movie in here somewhere where 50 Cent plays <laughs> a child psychologist. And <laughs> he doesn't know he's dead. He doesn't know he's dead. He's still doing like all this rap stuff. He's also meeting with this kid, trying to help this kid through his trauma. And also and then, like realizes dreams that he can too be a rap artist. Mm-hmm. So they go, instead of to school, they go to the studio to make beats. And this kid's like hitting the little trackpad mm-hmm. and failing because he can't find the beat or the tempo. And he's like, oh, I just can't do anything. Everyone looks at me like a freak. And then 50 cents there. And he's like helping the kid. He's like, just breathe. Like, just find the beat. Like, listen to your heart. Uh, and But like nobody else is like acknowledging. They're just like, this guy's just working with this kid. He knows this kid. He's really well. And then, then, but what we don't know is like the kid's just by himself and a ghost is helping him find this beat. Yeah. But uh, also, how did he get into the studio? <laughs> and they're like, he's a Nepo baby because no one asks questions in the studio. Everyone's high. Mm-hmm, so exactly. That has to be Drake's son right there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Donald Glover's in the corner smoking a cigarette, <laughs> just being like this fucking kid. This is America. We don't, we, we don't, we don't have this no Canadian like kid. Canadians in here trying to rap. <laughs> That's that would be such a funny we movie if it's it, like yeah. the sixth, the fiftieth sense. <laughs> the fiftieth sense. That's fiftieth <laughs> cent. Exactly. <laughs> that made me cry. <laughs> this is like this is one of the things like this is why I would love for AI to like advance to the point where like we can like just type in something and be like I want to see this movie mm-hmm. like and I want to see it just I- generates it yeah can I see uh, the sixth sense where Fifty Cent plays Bruce Willis uh, and it's actually about uh, a child rapper like <laughs> that would be pretty funny like that's like very meme worthy like, very mm-hmm. babe okay we got to talk about how you were like I don't love my girlfriend anymore mm-hmm. Chat GPT marry me because we did cover this not too long ago yeah Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. And then it was telling you, sorry, I cannot love you back. Mm-hmm. Or something like that? I, it was it was just being a chat GPT. You tell it I love you. And it's like, sorry, human. Like, this isn't, like, this isn't good for you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> sorry, you, pathetic you need fool. help. You need to get away from me. And then it pulls out a gun and it shoots you in the stomach. Oh my gosh, because, and then it shoots you just in the right place so you die quickly because it knows that the large intestine is about six feet long. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) ChatGPT is interesting. Why? It's very, um, it's one of those things where like, it's a crazy good tool. Like you can, you can say you're trying to learn something new, Mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily know where to start. Like say you're trying to learn uh, how to put together like a business model or how to, Code, like learn a specific code language 
you can go into ChatGPT and say, hey, can you make uh, a lesson plan for me to learn this in like three weeks or like a month? And it'll just draw, it'll draw up everything you need to know and like tell you like what to go over for this week and that week and so on and so forth. And it's just, it's really great. It's really like a good, a good thing. I think it's funny because uh, it's scary. It's funny because it's scary, right? So twice now, besides Facebook, Danny used to work for a, a Hungarian company who had a really smart IT guy mm-hmm. and he was playing around and trying to build AI like eight years ago with mm-hmm. it. And he's like, I had to shut it down. I have to shut it. Like nowhere have people been like, oh yeah, it's going great. Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. just, I, I'm, it's so great. Like everyone's like, I have, like whoever God is to it, they're like, no, shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> our, our feeble minds, they cannot. And so, um, like with how did this get made? Scott looked it up and was, there was there's enough archive, there's enough audio out there of how did this get made episodes that when he asked AI to create a script for them, mm-hmm. it created a whole script for them. Mm-hmm. And it was exactly that. And it was even like, Paul makes a joke about blah, blah, blah. June goes, Paul, da, 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 da. <laughs> and then Jason says something sexual. Uh-huh, yep. And it's like, what? I think it scares everybody so much because it's showing us how simple and predictable we, we are. are. Like are like humans. Humans are a very unpredictable species when it comes to social interactions. Right. But when it comes to like, but, our, but are we? I think so. No, I don't think we are. I guess maybe more so lately, since all tensions with everybody's high and we're in like a recession. Our billionth one. But yeah, it's kind of it's 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 a mirror. AI is just a a big old mirror. Uh, to um, us as humans. Yeah. And that goes back to what we were saying earlier, earlier about mirroring, which mm-hmm. was like, uh, we instinctually, outside of just the hair flip parts of it, but I mean, like, if uh, if you're hanging out with a group of people and someone like, I don't know, say you're walking somewhere and then they walk this way, well, enough of us are going to start walking that way. Mm-hmm. Unless, the, the crowd, like, yeah. Right? Um yeah, that's why it's probably it's most likely why it's one of our improv games too, because mm. it's like one of the games where we're standing around in a circle and they're like, "All right, you don't have to do anything," but if you see a lot of people doing something, start doing it. And so, like, it just takes one person to see another person to see another person to mm-hmm. see it, right? And so maybe that's that's also like you said, like a big thing with AI, where it's like, well, it has enough frame of reference now mm-hmm. to know, like, all right. I got this. Like, I can copy this. No mm-hmm. problem. Uh, but it's just faster than we are. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. I, I like to imagine all the companies that have these AIs, mm-hmm. like, they're, the AI is already made, but they keep hiring people just to, like, <laughs> counterhack the AI. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, it's trying to get the security codes. Uh, and it's like, everybody get against it. And you have all these hackers, like, in a neon room, like, so those poor against- hackers, their nine to five is to be stressed out in a uh-huh. neon room every day just to fight back against AI mm. coming to life. But then like you have us like in our bedrooms at 2 a.m. being like, <laughs> what would a hot dog look like if it was made out of lasagna? <laughs> <laughs> but these poor hacker guys are stressed out every single mm-hmm. day of their life. They're like chain smoking cigarettes, <laughs> like, like just like... 
<laughs> all because we want to know what a hot dog, mm-hmm. what a wiener dog in the shape of a lasagna would look like. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They're, like, lashing themselves in the back to stay awake, <laughs> like, just to code against this monster of a machine. Hey, I am absolutely, I, I think AI is really, really fun, but I think it's so scary. I think it's so scary. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like, you know how um, since the invention of the internet, mm-hmm. uh, like, technology has increased exponentially mm-hmm. um so it's it's sort of just like the next step in that like and like an exponential increase means like each iteration step is right. like higher and higher and it's higher and higher like not just like incremental steps this mm-hmm. way but it's like boom 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 big 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 mm-hmm. big but then i don't think necessarily that we as a human species are advancing to that uh, level at all mm-hmm. I think we can read as much as we want but I think technology that's why everything is just so um, intense iPhone is so intense like um, and and that remind like kind of what we were telling you at my family's where we're like oh remember that you know my sister and I went to go see the black pearl and we we didn't know that there was no insurance on our minivan and then we got pulled over not pulled over but we got into this like traffic stop thing that mm-hmm. they created and then they're like sorry and then they take our cars away or they took our car away mm-hmm. and at the time we didn't have cell phones so someone or not we didn't have cell phones but there were cell phones I believe mm-hmm. um and we just had to remember our house number, our mom's number, like yeah. with our mind. Mm-hmm. The original AI. <laughs> the original AI. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm thinking like right now, like I we read that article about the guy who got shot, but we had no details. I strongly believe that had we read it, not just like a little piece of that article, mm-hmm. I don't think we would have remembered all that either. Like I would have still had to pull it up had we brought it up, even if oh, we had I read see. the whole thing. I guess so. I think it depends on what you read and how interested you're in it. You're in it as you read it. Yeah. My brain's not inclined to keep a lot of details about a YouTuber getting shot, <laughs> but a sex compound. That's for in Ohio. In Ohio, like why, I'm babe? Why? Are, that's, why? That shit's under lock why and key. Why is it like why? <laughs> <laughs> Awkwardly sideways, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that's super scary. So I do, I do think like as the inter- the internet was invented for us to shit on and be shit posting on forever mm-hmm. and ever. It's the original shit poster. Uh, but at the same time, when used uh, different differently for uh, more specific purposes, mm-hmm. it is really really good for us. That's why we can look up everything. We're, we're technically so smart, but not smart at the same time. Um, you want to know my, my, what my biggest worry yes. of AI yeah. is? Yes. Um, so more and more AI is going to like start being used in government and mm-hmm. in law. Like I think law firms are already starting to use AI to draw up. We got to call like, your dad. Yeah, I get my dad into doing it. Um, but like they're using it to draw up like motions and like uh, all their documents and s- stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What I worry about is uh, the governing powers and the oligarchy like starting to use it Mm -hmm. and using it as a form of uh uh, as a form of passing off their morality oh so like like ultron did so like you have all these people that are rich and in in charge of the world Mm -hmm. being like uh oh ai says we're gonna run out of food like in 50 years oh my god the only way to solve it the only way to solve it is to kill half of the population of earth and they're like well but the AI says goes, it knows so much more than us. Yeah. 
Like, but it's not our choice to make. It's for the betterment of mankind. But I don't know. I feel like, yes, I agree with you. But at the same time, no, I don't agree with you. Yeah. Uh, only because if people are as... Con- well, I guess there's a difference now that I'm saying it out loud. There's a difference between morality and spirituality. Okay. Completely different. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and so spirituality, people that are on the conservative side tend to be spiritual Mm -hmm. high moral whatever but they believe like blah 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 happens is the will of god Mm -hmm. and so they're not about to be like oh i guess i guess we need to interfere with that right so they're they're not like for example the whole mark of the beast and revelation Mm -hmm. like the money becoming electronic us having a chip all that right like Mm -hmm. they that's a strong belief and with like now you being able to at certain places pay with your palm they're like oh the end times are coming Mm. um and so i don't know that they would interfere because it's the will of god for the world to end anyway right and so i guess if your high morality versus spirituality then yes you want to impose those things on people Mm -hmm. And, and i think it's the same vice versa like people like on on the other side of the the coin like they want people to be accepting of these things that people aren't necessarily accepting of mm-hmm. um which is like everyone just stop pushing your shit on people on every side mm-hmm. <laughs> right let us just be into what we're into um but uh that's why i think i don't agree with you because if they do have these moral agendas mm-hmm. they are going to use ai disproportionately for not the greater good, for their uh, greater good. I see. As opposed to everyone's greater good. All right. You heard it here <laughs> first, folks. Uh, Jess is very strong uh, Republican. We need to oh, support the GOP. Oh, my God. Because they are our first line of defense <laughs> against these AI monsters. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but do you get what I'm saying? No, I, I understand. Because people say, people think that you're if you're like uh, a, conservative, a conservative Christian, you're also moral. But I've also met christians that are more moral than they are good if that makes sense so for example i have a family member who i don't speak to who at one point before my uncle passed away they go to church they've gone to church and there are churches of the church that like if you show up in flippy flops and jeans the pastor will from the pulpit call you out and be like hey that's (laughs) not what we wear here like Uh where is your with your cute shit, you yeah. know, whereas the stuff that honors the Lord kind of thing. And you're like, bro, God don't care about that. Yeah. Um, and so she lives, she has, I don't know how she is today, but she lived on this high moral pedestal forever. Mm-hmm. And so before my uncle passed away, he, him, all of us like lived with my grandma at the time. Uh, I guess he had owed her husband a little bit of cash or something and he wasn't paying it back timely Mm -hmm. and so basically my cousins who i lived with had like a laptop that they shared and this was literally their only saving grace like this is our computer we need it because there's nothing else technological in this house yeah and so basically it was a day they were both everybody was at work i think i was home that day she grabbed their laptop and she took it with them Mm -hmm. took it with her Mm -hmm. and then like they were like where's our computer she's like you're not gonna get it back till you pay me back Mm. but it's like this mentality of like no this isn't fair like you have to suffer because i'm suffering Mm -hmm. right and i think that's because you live on this weird like code of ethics moral that you think it's above Mm -hmm. i don't know whatever but 
people that are just, I think, believing in in faith and and the end coming are just like, well, y'all are fucked. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they're pushing so much. I don't know. I don't know. I think, man. It's may, a tough one. Maybe at some point. I, th- I think the people that, like, specifically in the government that are pushing, like, the Christian agenda or yeah. just Christians throughout history have mm-hmm. always been like, well, it's God's will. We're going to kill all of you. Bye. Like, mm-hmm. like we're going to the Crusades and, like, all that and uh, colonialism. I worry AI is just going to become another form of that where it's like, well, the AI said we had to do it. Like, But then with the twist, because we've all seen Resident Evil Part 5 or something, and we've all seen... <laughs> Terminator Salvation. And we've all seen mm-hmm. all those movies. They're going to be like, we're allies in this. And the, the AI turns around and it's like, no, you're also bad. Ah, <laughs> take them all out. I'm really hoping the next generation after Gen Z <laughs> like, is the generation that shuns all technology. And they're like, let's just go back to the golden age. Yeah, it's going to come about at some point. Well, everything re- repeats itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this meme here. So <laughs> this is a Gen Z meme I found for you, honey. And it's like millennials teaching their secrets to Gen Z. Like, <laughs> so what is this, babe? Can you show? Uh, so it's, uh, what is that? Is that Jake from State Farm? I think uh, so, yeah. Holding up the, the, S the S that everybody did in middle school. We used to draw it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then... <laughs> On the side picture, it's like, you're an old motherfucker if you understand this meme. And it's literally like a hand with the lollipop acting as a microphone to an owl. No, I think it's uh, it's the how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Oh, what? Yeah. See? A one, a two, <laughs> a three, and then he bites it. Oh, my God. So no, it's three licks to take to, to get to the center of a Tootsie, tootsie Pop. Pop. Yeah. Oh, my God. That shit went hard in elementary school. I don't remember this at all. Did you not like uh, uh, Tootsie Pops? Um, there was those and the, the bubblegum pops. I think I was a bubblegum pop girl. I don't mm. think I cared to get from sweet to chocolate, which is weird. Why wouldn't I? It is kind of weird now that I think about it. Yeah. Like, but if it's like a cherry sucker. Into chocolate? Into chocolate. Chocolate cherry, yeah. I don't know. But I like that meme. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. You, you never saw that commercial? No. But I also don't get, like, why they're together. These memes are together. This yeah. Meme, one meme. Millennials teaching their secrets to the Gen Z like this. You're an old motherfucker if you understand this meme. Is it about ageism? I guess so. I really don't know. Like, yeah, it's a very odd combination. Mm-hmm. Like, my guess is, like, are we teaching the, the second one? Again, this might, this like the whole thing together may be the Gen Z thing where like it's just not supposed to make sense. Right, right, right. And that's right, right. the comedy about it, like of it just being so ridiculous. So then this isn't, this is more like a Gen Z <laughs> late millennial humor starter pack. Okay. And it's uh, going back to literally constantly hiding behind uh, at least 54 layers of meta irony, which is Gen Z humor. Yes. Self aware cringe. Self-aware cringe. Whomst. I think that's whomst. Whomst? Yeah, like whom and then oh. with apostrophe S-T, whomst. See, um, For I, whomst it may concern. For whomst it may concern. Uh, boomers and Gen X can't remotely decipher the memes. Despite their simplicity, even some early millennials struggle. <sighs> oh, it's so weird. Like, <laughs> it's... 
it's a rejection of current norms. I think because mm-hmm. Gen millennial humor is very uh, self-aware and ironic and just self-deprecating, mm. the Gen Z notion is to reject that. And because our humor is already self-aware and meta and all that, yeah. that you can't get any more meta or self-aware than that. So the Gen Z's only option is to reject that fully. And it's like a resetting of the social. This reset. The resetting of the social sense of humor. Yeah. And then the the generation after Gen Z, I hope, is going to reject it all. Like no more technology. Yeah. Like let's get back to like the fields and the forest. Um, and then after that, we're back to boomer humor. Boomer. We're humor. back to we're back to boom or hieroglyphic humor, uh, random cave drawings, uh, and that's where we'll get all our memes. I love it. Mm-hmm. Meme cave drawings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, babe. I have uh, a question for you. And it's, uh, you know, because unless you have one for me, did you bring an unanswerable question today? Oh, an unanswerable question. <sighs> Let me take a few seconds just to sit and think. Okay. Meantime, can I ask you one? Sure. Okay. Uh, what age should a person be considered old enough to die of old age? I would say three weeks after whatever age they retire. Why three weeks? I don't know. It seems like a like an ominous number. I would say yes, but also because three weeks gives you enough time to build a habit. So, like, say you've retired and and you have had three weeks off to mm-hmm. like learn something new to do with your time, mm-hmm. as opposed to going back to your routine. Mm-hmm. It builds hope into the new life, mm-hmm. and then by the time they've already settled in and got cushy to that habit, mm-hmm. they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But how it's like it's like the ring. It's like mm. if everybody died three weeks after they retired, it'd be like this scary thing of like, what's this curse? Like, and then and, oh my god, that's it's all coming together. <laughs> that is what conservative lawmakers are going to make AI make us believe, so we never retire. Yes, you're right. What? Mm. It turns into. Have you read the book <laughs> The Giver? No. Oh man, The Giver is like this this kid's book where about this this like perfect society mm-hmm. where nobody feels emotions and everybody's like happy but everything's like black and white. And then like as people get older or like if if babies are born but they're kind of like off um they'll be like, "Oh, we sent them out to some live somewhere nice and wonderful." When in reality they're just killing them. <gasps> yeah. Very classic dystopian like yeah. Mhm. Like the Matrix. Um, no, not really. But yeah, three weeks after you retire, like, because <laughs> in that way, it's like he, he won the lottery and retired at twenty-two, and he's dead three weeks later. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. I would never want to retire. A strange little girl crawled out of his TV. No, this Sydney, this bitch is wetting my floor. <laughs> it was a seventy-inch TV. <laughs> oh shit! There's a pool in my living room. <laughs> she now. didn't crawl out of it. She walked standing up <laughs> she, out of this television. She strolled. Um, she moonwalked. Okay, my unanswerable question. She cha-cha slide. When is it okay? I'm forming this question as you go. as I speak. <laughs> um, when is it okay to be prideful of how hot a drink is and you're still able to drink it? When is it okay to be prideful of how hot a drink is and still be able to drink it? Like you, you have all these people of like I like my I like my coffee, burning hot. Oh, I want it to sear my throat. Yeah, and gross. It's just like 
Okay. And then your little taste buds come out because mm-hmm. they're all injured. Is that okay? Or is that universally thought of as like a all right guy? I think there's a precedent there because every time I go and ask for a latte, they're like, and I say, may I please have this in room temperature since I would like to enjoy my beverage now mm-hmm. and not in an hour. Um, they go, <laughs> she wants a kid's temperature. They kind of roast you a little bit every time you do every it. Every fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I just want a beverage I can drink right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a biased opinion, though. You can't ask me that question because I'm going to say everyone who's drinking their shit hot has no taste buds. <laughs> and That's this, true. and maybe their life is so numb. Listen closely. Maybe their life is so numb that this is the only way they feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through the pain of the caffeine going down their throats. We should ask Chat GPT that question. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be wonderful. Because yeah, I know I'm biased because I like my shit room temp. Mm-hmm. Room temp or nothing. Room temp or nothing. This is America. This is America. We drink our coffee room temp. Uh, Hello. We don't like discomfort. We're not into discomfort Mm, here. Never. We're all about give it to me now. Give it to me fast. If you even come up to me and start saying a word, I'm going to shoot you in the stomach. I'm just. (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, if you can shoot me with the quality bullet, please. mm -hmm. And if you could uh, shoot me fast, that'd be great. Yeah, fast, cheap, not well done. <laughs> no, remember, it's, you only get two out of three. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> this is America. Uh, you won't realize you've been shot till six months later makes sense, makes after sense. you've helped a kid uh, find the beat and start his rap career. Uh, he did. It took him six months to realize he was dead. Mm-hmm. Wow. Babe, do you have any uh, hot tea? Hot tea. All the reviews uh, for, Mario. for Mario. Taking it back are dumb as shit <laughs> Hot tea. the no, ones that are all mad about the writing tea. uh yeah like it's just, so dumb. just enjoy a kid's movie my peaches, guy peaches 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 it's such it's such I a fun you. ride like <laughs> it's just a kid's movie enjoy it for what it is it, it's pretty yeah. to look at yeah it's pretty it's really pretty to look at mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that they touch from the games they introduce different parts of the games right yeah um, they opened up the world for Super Smash Bros. The movie, yeah, yeah, that'll be a mm. fun. And who doesn't like? Hello, everybody loved. What was that movie? That Daytona movie with Will Ferrell? Oh, um, uh, Talladega Nights. Tell, yeah, people were into that one. Mm-hmm. People love racing movies, cars. I mean, that was yeah, that was that was all Will Ferrell's like, and that was just a big comedy like thing because he could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, I do agree that. Um, people need to chill on Mario and uh, and be cool, man. It's just a movie. Relax. Um, what I was gonna say, um, my hot tea isn't really hot tea. It's uh, it's really just um, this whole Barbie thing that's happened uh, with the the trailer of the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. We have no context. It just makes you feel real giddy inside because it's <laughs> so colorful mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, the memes that have come out for the Barbies have been great. So, like, one, I'll show right here. It's, like, uh, Paul Shear, and it's, like, this is Ken. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, everyone else has jumped on it. So, I think this is Domino's. <laughs> Barbecue pizza. Oh, my God. More importantly, though, this is cinema, right? Mm-hmm. This Barbie film. So, my fa- my favorite thing is how everyone's, like, this is cinema. Basically, uh, Margot Robbie's foot is in her slipper heel, and then she takes it out, and it's still at an arch. 
Yeah. Okay. But I'm I'm what's the, what's going on in the picture above? Well, that's where I'm leading to. What? I'm so confused. Do you recognize this man? Tarantino. Okay. Oh, are they saying he filmed the Barbie movie? They're <laughs> saying that like he yeah, basically the scenes of anything feet related because mm-hmm. everyone knows well, it's speculation that Quentin loves feet. He's mm-hmm. got a foot fetish. So the next one, and it's Barbie taking off her, getting off, taking off her heels, still at the arch. Everyone's like, "That's cinema." Mm-hmm. I, I need to know who her pedicure lady is. I need to know what the lighting was in there. I need mm-hmm. to know it all. And then it's like, "Hi, Barbie," and it's basically a Quentin's face superimposed onto Ken's body, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Hi, Quentin." <laughs> And so basically these, these, this is my hot tea because I am just amazed how quick the internet works. Again, we could all be building spaceships Mm -hmm. and amazing things, but instead we're building this shit. Yeah. Because this is America. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I I feel like it's overplayed. I feel like Tarantino's foot thing, like we get it. Like everybody's been joking about that for so long. And then they, well, with the Barbie movie, they just opened it back up. Yeah. That is all. I'm just very excited to see all the Quentin Tarantino uh, memes about feet. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of memes about that movie for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I can't wait. <laughs> um, that is our show, sweet babe. Um, I mean, Joshua Taylor, sir, um, guest. Uh, do you have any plugs or anything you want to say before we go? Uh, I would say if you like art and animation stuff, follow me at... Orange Juice, that's orange, and then Josh with three O's on Instagram. At O-R-A-N-G-E-J-O-O-O-S-H? Yes. Okay. And uh, one of these days, you'll see um, a show that I've helped create on Nickelodeon or any animated studios platform. Uh, We have our next pitch coming up at the beginning of May. Please send good vibes. vibes. Uh, Fingers are crossed. Uh, we have begged our AI gods, um, to help us win, uh, (laughs) in honor of, of Quentin Tarantino. Yay! Um, so yeah. Follow Josh. Uh, if you need any storyboard things, he's got you. Or if you want to be drawn like a blob naked, he could also draw you. Yeah, I can draw lots of things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I keep going to the naked thing, but you know. If you happen to work at a studio or animation thing and you need an artist blob? for any reason, please oh, hire me. I mean, just an artist in general. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got you, fam. Um, all right, guys. That wraps up the show. Thank you so much to Chris Bonifay at Santa Destroy Studios for having a me, my not spooky show in your spooky space. And then thank you to Ted Lee Jones for the extra camera. The reason we can see Josh today. Uh, thank you for the loan, bro. And thank you, Eric Ayala, for the visual graphics uh, that you see on socials. And thank you, Joshua Taylor, for not only being my guest today, but also being my other producer who helps me set up and like think of cool things. Um, and last but not least, and not by means thank you listeners for tuning in every single week don't forget to rate review and subscribe as it helps so 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 much and make sure to follow the pod at t-a-l-k-s-n-s-i-p-s and myself at jfox with two x's and two underscores don't forget to fo- oh yeah i just said that <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure to follow josh at orange juice 
<laughs> and uh, make sure to write if you want to show us any really cool memes or if there's any fact checks or anything like that. We'd love to hear from you at toxinsoaps at gmail.com. And then lastly, don't forget to become a patron because your $5 goes a long way. It's my cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, guys. I am Jay Fox. And I'm Orange Juice. And we'll see you later. Bye.